All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my goodness, welcome. You are listening to Steel Talking, and I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do on a Sunday night to sit here and gab with you, and we've been doing it for about 23 years. It really is quite remarkable, and I'm so honored to be company with you and you be company with me. Of course, you get to hear uh, once in a while from our in-studio producer, Jonathan Lowe, and the good news is that the Vikings won today, which makes me very happy because they won the last game they had before this. Right, Jonathan? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, this was a big yeah. win. It was huge. This was. This I mean, was this a is against one. our nemesis, man. Come on. Yes, the the evil villain in the lair known as the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I wouldn't call them that. <laughs> we have a lot of Packers that support uh, that live here, right here in the state oh, of Minnesota, you, right? You, you, yeah. you have no idea. <laughs> yes, I do. I will say so, this. I will say this. When I'm at my other job, um, Vikings Packers Week is kind of the week that I can step back and watch everybody and just sort of twiddle my fingers with glee because I get to watch everybody else around me explode and I don't have to be part of it. Exactly. There you go. But it's kind of sad, isn't it? You know, I often wonder if that will be. It is great. Okay, it feels great. But I just want to know what would happen if they became friends, if the Vikings and the Packers actually got rid of the whole competition piece, which they never will. But if they did, what would that be like? Let me wonder. Be horrible. <laughs> Be take all of that right away well, from you, man. You'd be is, like, who this, stole my spirit? Who well, this stole is the it? thing. <laughs> this is a complaint that people have about today's athletes versus athletes from the 60s and the 70s and back before that. When you had these teams playing each other back in the day, mm-hmm. they would not – be friendly to each other. I mean, you still have, when you talk about, let's give you an example outside of the Vikings Packers, the old Oakland Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers that played each other in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I think when they get together off camera and, and they see each other, they they may be kind of friendly toward each other, but you get them on camera. They hate each other. They still hate each other 50 years later. They still hate each other. And so people think now that you got people that hang out in the off season or people dabbing each other up, you know, giving each other dap or, or shaking hands after games and just chit-chatting. They think everything has gone soft, and we don't have that same spirit of, of vitriol that we used to have. What's wrong with that? Why can't we have that again? You know, so I think there are a lot of people that say that, what has happened now is not in this, the biggest spirit of competition. Yeah, there's so much commentary out there, um, and it's, it's hard to wade through it all. But I will say this. I am so excited that the Vikings won. This was a um, big win for them, because not just, just because huge. it was the Packers, but because this was 
I, I have NFL Red Zone, so I get to watch all these different snapshots from all the games. I don't, I don't just focus on one game. They go to all the games that are playing at that time. And the early slot of afternoon games this afternoon, I've never seen a wilder bunch of games in the amount of time I've watched the NFL in, in one portion of a day. Never seen it. The today was crazy. Yeah, but it felt good, didn't it? Oh, it felt fantastic. And <laughs> exactly. and because of that, and again, Vikings still have seven games to play. They're they're not. They're just over halfway done with the season. Mm-hmm. But as of today, if the season ended today, as we like to say, the Vikings would be a playoff team based on the results of what happened over the day. Yeah, and we could talk about Vikings all night because it's just so exciting. At the same time, I have to tell you, Timberwolves are at New Orleans tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. on WCCO Radio, on WCCO Radio. So join the Timberwolves um, in New Orleans and check it out. Who do you think is going to win? Well, the Wolves have been hot lately. They, right. uh, they They've won a few games in a row. They absolutely beat the Schnocker out of Memphis last night. I mean... It was it was over before halftime. It was just they beat the brakes off of them. So right now, the way New Orleans is playing, the way the Timberwolves are playing, I give the edge definitely to the Timberwolves. They got to show yeah. up, but I give the edge to them. And last week we talked about Phoenix. They almost pulled off that game against Phoenix, and that would have been a big win for them as well. I decided today to do one of the things that Dave Lee would do all the time that I loved, um, uh, you know, like history, you know, some story from history. And today, the General Framework Agreement for Peace in Bosnia and Herzegovina, how do you pronounce that? Herzegovina. Herzegovina. Also known as the Dayton Agreement or the Dayton Accords, is the peace agreement reached at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base near Dayton, Ohio. And it happened on this day, November 21st, in 1995, um, and formally signed in Paris on December 14th, 1995. This is so exciting because you know that COP26 summit um, just wrapped up, and I have so many questions to ask the climatologist that's going to join us. In fact, we have a great lineup tonight. Um, Dr. Neka Setestrom is going to join us first at 720. We are going to talk about this booster shot. Why is it needed? Blah, blah, blah. We got a lot to talk about with that, and we only have 10 minutes to do it. Um, we're also going to talk to, um, oh, my gosh, I want to make sure I get this correct. We are going to talk at 810 to Paul, Paul Valor. You know him from the University of Minnesota Carlson School of Management. We're going to talk about the money that people are talking about spending. I read an article about that, Jonathan, and some people are, I mean, consistently they're saying around 200 to 251 on each person. I'm like, oh, that's so not me. <laughs> I'm not spending that kind of money. And it, then Mark it all Seeley. Depends. It all depends on. You know, are you getting something special for the wife or the or the husband? Are you what are you try, what toys are you trying to get for your kids? You know, what 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 toys are the hottest out there this season and how much do they cost? It all depends. 
No, I'd rather make my children something or make my grandchildren something. It may not fit, but I think I could do it. Um, Dr. Mark Seeley is going to join us. He's a climatologist, as you well know, and that's at 835. And then we're going to have center stage in the 9 o'clock hour. I am so excited because Lowell Pickett from the Dakota is joining us to talk about Thanksgiving dinner, uh, the evening show with my sister and I, as well as so much more. Did you know, Jonathan, they are already ba- like booked through May 2022? I thought That's you had, like, I whoa. thought the last time you talked to Mr. Pickett, I thought you had, I know it was well into 2022. I couldn't yeah. remember what the, what it was, but I knew that they had all their acts booked well into the next year. Just kind of blew my mind. I just thought, wow, this is great. Cooners is doing the same thing. It's just not hardly any open spaces. It's just incredible that these two clubs are doing so well, as well as others are, as you know, they are getting it done and booking it. And there are lots of places you can go for theater, lots of places you can go for music, lots of places you can go for comedy. It's just an amazing time for artists. Also, Rohan Preston is joining us again tonight at 923. We're going to talk a little bit about Annie at the Children's Theater and A Christmas Carol. Speaking of of um, Annie that's happening at the Children's Theater, Peter Brosius, the artistic director, is going to join us at night. 9, 9.33, yeah, 9.33 to talk about that show. And then, of course, we're going to have the, are they pronounced Francic? The Francic brothers, Tim and Paul? Man, I don't know. i got to find that out. But they'll be joining us to talk about a, sh- a holiday show that's coming up at Crooners. Then at 10.08, my son, Michael Battle, will be back with us tonight for the Mom and Michael Hour. He just had his big... Uh, well, it's not even that big of a deal, but I feel like it is. Um, but he had a big birthday weekend. Um, in fact, it started Thursday and ended on Monday. <laughs> Shocking. And uh, the shows that he's gone to see, so much to talk about with my son, and that's my favorite hour. So that is all coming up. Stay tuned and stick with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. (laughs) 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is now 720 here at WCCO. Welcome back. I am so excited to reintroduce to you Nika Sederstrom. Uh, she is an incredible doctor. I had her on a panel discussion, and ever since then, I think this will be her third return, and I'm so honored to have her join us tonight. Why is she joining us? Because booster shot and vaccine questions are on the hearts and minds of Minnesotans, period. We keep getting a lot of information, and I appreciate that, but why is a booster shot needed? This question and more will be answered in the next 10 minutes that we have with our guest, Dr. Neka Sedestrom. She's Chief Equity Officer at Hennepin Healthcare. Welcome back, Dr. Neka. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me back. Okay, so we're going to jump right in and ask the question, why is the state skipping the FDA recommendation for adult booster shots and now offering them to all adults? I think that what we're doing is we see that there is extreme uh, benefit for all adults to get it. We know the data has been pretty clear that as time goes on, your original vaccine kind of, you know, waxes and wanes and as it wanes you have more breakthrough cases so the booster keeps our levels high enough that people are less likely to get the um, the covid back the covid virus and more likely to help us get to that magic point where we can hit some herd immunity and these numbers start dying off so we have plenty of vaccinations and booster shots left yes we have a bunch A ton. And so everybody needs to go get them. I just got mine. My husband's scheduled to get his. We're making all my kids' friends get theirs. (laughs) Everybody's getting them. (laughs) Well, Dr. Osterholm from the University of Minnesota said recently that he thinks the definition of fully vaccinated should soon change to include boosters. You agree? I agree, because I think that it's going to take a minute. I I feel like COVID's going to end up like our annual flu shot. It lasts for a period of time when we know that's going to be a spike in it or there's a rise in cases. People get their boosters. We get through that run. You have, you know, a lull in it, and then you get your shot again. Just It will, will come in waves. It's not one of these um, viruses that we see that kind of has an end date to it until we have better medicines to fight it, better ways of ensuring that the virus doesn't replicate before we're able to keep up with it. We're just going to have to keep getting these quick boosters. And thankfully, the shot's painless, so it's an easy one to keep getting. As soon as I hear the word booster, right, I think to myself, are the vaccines not working as long as we thought they would, or are they not working at all? Now, I know they're working because I've been fully vaccinated, and I don't feel like I'm catching COVID or getting sicker than ever. Um, So I know that the vaccine is working. But some may be asking, um, are they just not working as long as we thought? No, they're working, they're working as long as they should work. I think the issue with the boosters is just keeping our levels high for a long enough period of time so that more people can get fully vaccinated so we don't have to worry about staying in those upwards of 95 and 98% protected against COVID, and that helps to keep our numbers lower. And we have to remember, it's already a miracle to have a vaccine that works that well anyway. I think the majority of our vaccines that we've gotten when we were kids to go to school and such are only at the 40, 50, 60 percent efficacy. So we've already been like living life with vaccines that are nowhere near as effective as 
the COVID vaccine is. And even when it wanes, it doesn't wane down to a point where it's as if your body's never had the vaccine. It actually goes down to the levels that we're used to seeing in normal vaccines. All the boosters are doing are helping us stay high enough so that we can get through this acute phase and stop having these cycles of cases going up and try and plateau it out and flatten it. And then we can start letting it just settle and get into this routine of a yearly dose. You know, I was excited when we finally heard that the 11-year-olds and up can get uh, fully vaccinated. Um, However, I'm wondering, um, once all the children are fully vaccinated, will they too need a booster? They may. Uh, So children are always, you know, very different. I love when people will just assume that all children are a little grown-ups. They're not, right? (laughs) Their bodies work totally different. We don't know yet, right? So the, the data that's been coming out, shows that the vaccine has such a powerful protective effect on children down to the age of five. We haven't yet seen if they need that protection wanes at the same rate as adults or if it stays higher. So as the data come in for the kids who were vaccinated in the trials early on at the end of last year, who will be coming up on a year, you know, at the end of this year, we'll start to get a little more evidence on whether or not there is this dip that we notice that happens in adults the pediatric population may stay higher for longer and may not need a booster or they may need a booster at the same rate or at a different rate. We just have to get the data in. And how long does it take to get the data in? It all depends. Uh, the The researchers are actively studying. I mean, if you look at any of the, the journals, they're always full with just some new researcher came out with a new study that says, oh, yeah, well, we went out an extra month longer than what you did last time, and it's still good. <laughs> like It's nonstop flowing in evidence. And what we're trying to do is just keep up with the science and keep up with asking the questions on, okay, so is this enough for us to act differently? Or is this enough to just say where we are is good? And that's why the FDA and the CDC and all of these other places um, are constantly looking at this stuff and making recommendations on what to do based off of where the data is coming in. And it's not just in the United States, it's coming in from all over the world, because this is a, you know, a worldwide issue. So us researchers here in the U.S. don't necessarily have to say we have the answers because we know that other scientists across the globe are all looking at the same things at different data points. And then we're, everyone's talking to each other for recommendations. Now, I've read that a booster shot takes about 10 days, I think, to begin protecting people, no matter the age. Is that correct? Yes, that's about right. So, uh, again, so like, you know, with the first shot, the um, efficacy of protection with that initial shot got you anywhere between 60 to 75 percent protection. The second shot puts you in the 90s. And then the third shot just kind of boosts that 90s back up in less time. And of course, right after the second shot, you needed two weeks to be considered fully vaccinated because your body already has antibodies that have been built up with your first vaccine fully being fully vaccinated, doesn't take as much time. So the booster gets you up there pretty quickly. Do you see that Americans are sticking with just those three options that we had for the vaccine, which was Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J? For the time being, yes. I think that um, the AstraZeneca one that's mostly in Europe and some others that have been coming out, we're not going to really see a big push for those in the United States because we have access to so many of the of so many of the the top three that were already developed first we don't really need to flood our market because our market is already pretty saturated with how many vaccines we have available we just actually need to start helping others get the vaccine in, in countries that we know are poor and don't have the same access 
Right. Well, I must say that though the borders have been opened, uh, President Biden did say on such and such a day, all of a sudden the borders are going to open and people can come and visit the United States and vice versa. Yep. And of yes. course, that changes everything. It changes the numbers. Our numbers are all really, really high uh, here in the state of Minnesota. Um, and I'm just wondering if you're really concerned about that move to open up the borders. Was it too soon considering how quickly things are moving within the border of the United States? I don't know if I, if I could really say that it was too soon or not, because the reality is that most of the people who are coming to visit are from countries that have done a, a, a really good job of vaccinating their population. So there's a better chance that the people coming in are more vaccinated than the people that they're visiting here in country. Um, my worry is that we feel within the United States and in Minnesota right now that we're so far, quote, past COVID that we can let our guards down, we can do things like go into every store or into, you know, multiple buildings and, and stay unmasked and, and not be um, protective like we used to because we assume that the vaccine's available, so that means that everybody's got it, and the reality is it's not. And right. so we're putting ourselves in more dangerous situations with this false sense of security uh, because we are, we're just kind of crying wolf a little too soon. We're not yet there to stop doing all the protective measures and living life, quote, as it used to be. We still have mm -hmm. to stay vigilant with being masked, make sure everyone gets vaccinated and boosted, and uh, make sure that we still wash our hands and stay six feet. And so we're just, we're dropping the ball a little too soon. Final question for you. As we move forward, and we know that the winter can really uh, foster all types of viruses, uh, we don't talk as much about viruses. We talk about COVID-19 a lot. What are things we should look out for, whether we've been vaccinated or not, that could be coming in the, the month or two ahead? The famous flu. The flu has not gone anywhere. It is very, very dangerous. It's something we need to pay close attention to. Everyone should get your flu shot. You can go get both your flu shot and your COVID shot at the same time. Um, your body can take both of them, and it'd be really happy and grateful for it. I think we tend to forget that things like RSV, which is a respiratory virus in kids, pops up at this time as well. We just we focus on COVID, and we forget some of the other players that have been around for a long time that can really bring us down. So be mindful of the flu. Be mindful of RSV if you have little ones, and, and just get vaccinated against it. Yeah, I have a, a grandson, one-year-old, who had RSV, and it was very hard on his little body, you know? Yeah. Uh, and they can yeah. really be spread yeah. very quickly through, ch through children, adults, or whomever. So that is definitely one to look out for, for sure. I tell you, uh, Dr. Necker, I am always excited to have you join us. Thank you so much. And congratulations on becoming the Chief Equity Officer at Hennepin Thank Healthcare. You. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bravo. You take care. We'll hope to have you on soon. Yes, anytime. All right. That is Dr. Neka Sederstrom. And uh, if you don't know who she is, please read about her. She is quite remarkable. And uh, every time I have her on, I learn a lot. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Coming up after weather, uh, we are going to have a talk about how... Um, uh, we're going back at work um, after battling COVID, and the St. Paul School Board Chair says vaccination saved my life, and I'm hoping other people are getting that message also. So, yes, we are talking about the vaccinations, the boosters, and all of that to make sure that we're ready for Thanksgiving, we're ready for the holidays. So stay tuned. It is now 7.38 here at WCCO. There is no guest for this half hour. Do I have that right, Jonathan? I want to make sure. 
You are correct. And of course, thank you very much. And of course, what I want to talk about, I want to hear from you. Um, there are so many in my family, uh, nieces, nephews, great niece, great nephews, um, that refuse to get the vaccination. I mean, just absolutely refuse to do it. And of course, with all of the um, holiday events that are coming up, Thanksgiving and Christmas are really important to our family. And of course, my mother wants all 17 of her grandchildren there. She wants all 29 of her great-grandchildren there. She wants all three of her great-great-grandchildren there. Well, here's the deal. The deal is that my mother has a compromise system. Other family members have compromise systems, and we need to make sure that they are taken care of, that they are protected, right? I don't understand those who refuse to get it. I could see if you have allergies or allergic reactions. Um, they, there's another word for it. What is it called, Jonathan? An, anaphylaxic. Uh, oh, an, anaphylactic. Anaphylactic reactions. Thank you very much. Some people have those reactions to medication and vaccines. And so I understand that, but I will not understand. I do not understand why they refuse to get vaccinated. Um, one vaccination, I was told, at least will protect a person. When I say one vaccination, I mean half the dose. If you take, um, instead of a Pfizer, where you get two doses, or Johnson & Johnson, where you, I mean Johnson, where you get one shot and it takes care of everything, that is a big difference. You get the one shot, that's all you get, and it's enough to cover you. Uh, but if you need two shots, like Pfizer and Moderna, that's a whole nother ball game, right? So why? Tell me, please call me and help me understand why you, those of you that are listening who are not vaccinated, or maybe you went for the Pfizer or Moderna and decided, I'm going to get just one half of the shot, and I'm not going for the rest. Tell me why. We've been hearing stories. In fact, let me share a story with you that was in the Pioneer Press. Um, the chairwoman of the St. Paul School Board is back on the job, having recovered from a case of COVID-19. And before I go on any further, let me give you the phone number to call, or if you want to text us, you can do that as well. The number is 651-461-9226. Again, that is 651-461-9226. Give us a call. You can leave a text if you prefer, and we will discuss this because I need to know why you won't get it. Okay, so I was talking about the chairman of the St. Paul School Board who was back on the job, and she recovered from a case of COVID-19 that briefly had her hospitalized. Jeannie Foster is her name. She's 48 years old, and she checked into a hospital on October 22nd and later was sent home to recover. She missed three weeks of board meetings before returning Monday for a special meeting on the proposed school consolidation plan. During another meeting on Tuesday night, Foster said through coughing spells that she's no longer contagious. Foster, who has asthma, said from the, from the days that she's not a big vaccination person, and she believes in people's right to decide for themselves whether to be vaccinated or not. But she said she was fully vaccinated against the coronavirus before falling ill with a breakthrough case. She says, I believe it saved my life. I thought I was going to die, and I believe vaccinations saved my life. Now, Foster has chaired the school board since board member Marnie Zhang died last year from COVID-19 at the age of 31 before vaccines were available to the public. Mary Langworthy, the school's di school district's health and wellness director, said Tuesday that 68% of district employees have said they are fully vaccinated against the virus. 
By order of the school board, unvaccinated employees are supposed to take weekly tests. And Langworthy they said, some are finding they were infected but had no symptoms. Now, Langworthy said, the high number of new coronavirus cases, cases, hospitalizations, and deaths statewide are as high as they've been since vaccines became available. And that has her thinking about changing protocols in, in the district. Now, St. Paul, she said, is one of the few districts in the metro that continues to work to identify the close contacts of students and staff who spend time in schools while infected. She's unsure how long her staff can keep doing that contract tracing work. I've noticed that even with, um, this is not in the article, this is me talking, but I've noticed it even in restaurants or some of the um, musical venues, that sort of thing where they're worried because contract um, tracing or contact tracing is not being done as often as it was. And so that kind of work was really helping to know, at least if someone came down with it and they found out about it, they were able to trace it and tell all of those people involved that, yes, you have been exposed to someone with COVID. Okay, back to the article. Contract tracing also has forced a growing number of students to quarantine at home for 10 days. My granddaughter, my oldest one, is one of them, who someone in her class was um, around someone with, with COVID and had to you know, stay home, her with her sister and her brother and her parents for eight days until they knew. And they had, she had a test, negative. Oh, thank goodness, everybody's negative. They're doing fine. But imagine. In fact, some schools in the district, in the article, she said, have restored to, have resorted to sending entire classes of students home. The likelihood that those quarantining students are infected is pretty low. And she acknowledged that. But then she said, we're trying to reduce the spread. Now that vaccines are widely available to children as young as five years old, Langworthy said she'll likely stop contact tracing in January. Meanwhile, the school board on Tuesday agreed to continue requiring face masks in schools for the foreseeable future, continuing a policy that's been in place since the start of the year. Now, Superintendent Joe Gothard said that while some districts elsewhere in the country are pulling back on precautions, it hasn't even entered my mind. So thank you for that, Joe, because that's the bottom line. We have to stay ahead of this if we're ever going to get rid of it. We can't just allow it to keep entering our space, our spaces our loved ones, our homes, our churches, all of it. We can't allow it. And the only way I see that we stop this madness is by getting vaccinated. So with that said, Jonathan, I have opened up the phone lines. If you'd like to talk with me and tell me why you have not been vaccinated, why do you not do it? As you see the surging numbers here in the great state of Minnesota, you see that um, our President Biden has opened the um, the borders for others to come in to visit, um, which is great for us. You know, we hope that it'll work out, but will it, considering all the numbers around the country that have a huge spike in coronavirus? Um, it's, it's just infecting more and more people, children, teenagers. Adults, elderly, senior citizens, it's everywhere. So what do we do? We're watching England, and England is pulling back, and some other countries. But here we are trying to figure it out. 
So if you have called, we'd love to talk to you. I believe Julie in Minneapolis has called. Hey, Julie, how are you? Hi. See, I just kind of wanted to mention a few things uh, a little bit off of your question. Uh, But, you know, Geraldine, the CDC came out last week and said, you know, for Thanksgiving, if you are in a crowded area, a lot of people, you should have, you know, your windows cracked open, you should have a little bit of ventilation. You know what? I have not seen my extended family for two years, and I really want to be there. But there's going to be a lot of people all the way from little kids to the elderly and good old Aunt Julie, she's going to be wearing a mask when she's not eating. And if they want, if my relatives, if somebody wants to laugh at me, I'll be ready for them. Uh, so I just, I'm just trying to make the point that, you know, some people may laugh and say, "Oh, that's being too careful." Uh, but you know what? I've had friends that have had the breakthrough virus after being vaccinated in like four months prior. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm still conservative. So. I don't know. What what do you think of that, Jerry? Well, a lot of people are feeling that way, especially if you have have, um, symptoms or you don't quite know what those symptoms are and they only last a couple of days and you think, oh, I'm fine. I don't need to go get um, a test to see if I have COVID. You know, we've been told so much, the ever-changing conversation of science, right? That's what it's all about. It's going to change. But some people get frustrated and say, I am not going to wait any longer. They either give me the information and leave it as it is. We can't expect our leaders, especially our scientists who are working tirelessly to protect us, we can't expect them to say one thing and then three months later nothing has changed. That's the one thing about a virus. It can be ever-changing, and we were told that at the beginning when we first got the information uh, around February or March of 2020, not before then. But around that time, that's what we were hearing from our scientists, not our politicians. Our scientists were saying this is a morphing thing. And we've heard about other vaccines that have, I mean, not vaccines, but other uh, types of of COVID-19 that has morphed into something different and made it much worse. Remember, we've heard about those. And there's like three of them, I believe, is how many I know about. And you keep saying to yourself, my goodness, how in the world am I going to do this? So if you'd like to send us a text, send me a text or send it to to 651-461-9226. We only have about 10 minutes late or more, and we definitely want to hear from you. Why did you decide not to get the vaccine? Or are you dealing with family members who refuse to get the vaccine? Are you going to allow them into your home, into your space, wherever you are celebrating? If you're all going to a restaurant, what are you going to do? Are you going to say, what? look, it's family. We love each other. If you don't want to get vaccinated, it's okay. Just come on. We want to have you there. What are you going to do? Decisions have to be made like yesterday, right? And I am not afraid. Be clear here, Geraldine. I am not afraid. Thank goodness. I'm not worried about whether I'm going to get COVID. I worry about my mother. I am her primary caregiver. I am worried about my mother who comes around her. She has compromised um, lungs and more. Why would I want people that are not vaccinated around her? Yet, if she were to leave the house, which she seldom does, You know, you have to also deal with people at the grocery store, wherever you're going. So please, 
please make the decision as soon as possible. Just like the restaurants are doing protocols, just like the churches are doing protocols now. They're, they're putting it all together and making sure that people know if you're coming, this is what you should do or this is what you ought to do or this is what you better do. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. My goodness, we only have a couple minutes left, so I want to talk about something really important. Uh, first of all, what do we need to do um, to make sure those that are unvaccinated in our family are okay if they're coming over? How can we protect ourselves, protect the ones that are vaccinated, if those that come in that are unvaccinated could hurt some? Um, so what do you do? Um, Jonathan, I know we have one caller that called in, so let's get that in first. Not a caller, but uh, a text. Oh, they just wanted to, the texter was thanking you for your insight on this process because they also, like you, have a mother that's immunocompromised. And so they're thinking that you getting vaccinated is not only going to help yourself, but also your family members around you and try to squash this, the spread, the, the possibility of community spread on this. I appreciate that, Jonathan. And just to let everyone know, the CDC says the way you can protect your unvaccinated family members is to make sure that you get vaccinated, period, right? Um, also, be sure to get everyone in your family who is five years old, uh, five years or older vaccinated against COVID-19 if you can. But, but most importantly, wear a mask. That's what we need you to do is wear a mask. Make sure you have enough mask at your home or wherever you're going to be for the holidays to make sure that everyone is protected and make sure they are masks that work. Bottom line. Thank you so much for joining us for our first hour. And coming up next, we're going to talk about managing our budget while spending for the holidays. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 